0: Thank you for joining us for another episode of the Epic Podcast. I'm your host, Dave Meekum. Really happy to have Judy Harris with me today. Judy focuses on nutrition and breastfeeding and those kinds of things. And Judy, breastfeeding is why we're here today. Thanks for being with me.
1: Yeah, it's great to be here, Dave. Yep. This month is National Breastfeeding Month and it's celebrated in our country along with other countries. And it's just an opportunity to showcase and focus on moms and babies and the importance and significance of breastfeeding.
0: That's right. And breastfeeding, of course, is important year round. But August is always that opportunity to kind of bring it to the forefront. And it's a great time to be reminded of how important it is for the health of mom and baby. And there's so many things that are beneficial about breastfeeding that we don't always think about. Right. So August is that opportunity. And each August has a theme for breastfeeding. month.
1: Right, and I have to say, Dave, you know, you're just, you're so great because you have your triplets and you and your wife and your family just does such a great job with this. Nikki's situations of prematurity and, you know, you did it beautifully. And that's that's the theme we're trying to really address is empower families and everybody. And that's the theme. It's every step of the way. So our department has a lot of supporting programs and support is, is out there now. Breastfeeding is a trending thing. I mean, it really is. You know, every decade we get stronger and better from the seventies of what we fell into with marketing and, and the formula. You know, there's a lot of push there and, you know, there's a time and place for lots of things. But as we know, we have to keep things in balance. And when, once we start doing things for the wrong reasons, then we get ourselves into trouble and the breastfeeding stops. And that's what we're trying to help moms and families and dads continue with their goals because about 90% of women in Utah breastfeed and they start out breastfeeding. So we need to make sure as a community at every step of the way, prenatally, through birth, through postpartum, in the community, in the workplace, and hospitals, that we do the support.
0: And you're right about that trend. It trended down for a few decades there and kind of bottomed out in the seventies, but it's been remarkable and it's not been easy. It's been a long haul, but it's slowly been reversed. And we're kind of getting back to the point where I think everybody understands that breastfeeding is ideal. Now, can every woman do it? We know that there are exceptions, but for the most part, it's an option for most women, right? For
1: the overwhelmingly majority. Yeah. There's, there's, and this, this is something that it is ideal and it is a gold standard. Absolutely. It doesn't mean that it's like an Olympic event. There's a lot of things that moms can learn prenatally. And we have lots of great programs in place. And there's so much on the internet. The WIC program has lactation consultants. The hospitals have lactation consultants. Talk to your OBGYN or your birthing facility, the doulas. Get information. And just a few things can help so much. It can just be a significant difference. in making this normal, natural process after birthing occur you know, beautifully and you know, we have so many stress points right now with COVID. Everyone's more stressed than they need to be. And and I'm saying, well, let's focus on the positive. Let's focus on breastfeeding, which naturally brings in oxytocin and calms the mom and relaxes the baby and brings them together as a dyad because now they're in the fourth trimester separated outside of you know, that ecosystem, but there's still an ecosystem. And so how do we keep, you know, that in check that that's going to help us with, with our mental health illnesses or, or situational depression or anything like that. It's going to help us with our stress. It's going to help us with fighting COVID and immune issues, you know, RSV, SIS, all these other things that are protective when mom and baby are breastfeeding.
0: For me, what it comes down to, and, and you mentioned that, that I had kids in the NICU. So for me, because I witnessed this, the bottom line it always comes down to, is it's just the perfect food for your baby. There is no better food. There Absolutely. are plenty of and substitutes out there.
1: The thing is, we look at other mammalian world. If other mammals don't get the classroom, those babies don't survive as well. And the classroom is something that you know you can't fabricate. That you look at the labels on formula. And again, I'm not saying formula is taboo. I'm saying there's a time and place. But I think that we went so far away in the seventies that we forgot all these normal natural processes that our body does. And the classroom seals the gut and prepares the gut for digestion. Proteins are the right size for the baby as opposed to formulas. So, I mean, we have to kind of like pull back a little bit, take a deep breath and say, what can I do as a mom? You know, what is realistic for me? You know, get a little information, be prepared. And that's going to go so far. And then getting that support that we have in place already in the community.
0: So, so many benefits. We just talked about the health of the baby. We've talked about emotional and mental health benefits. It can also have an economic benefit.
1: Well, yeah. Not only, you know, the cost of formula, but you're looking at the cost of doctor's bills. When I worked in clinic, overwhelming, I mean, it was very rarely did I ever see a sick breastfeeding baby. We just didn't code it that way. We just didn't see them. And the few that we did, if they would, have, would not have been breastfed, they might not have done so well, like those serious situations with like RSV or necrotizing enterocolitis. We know that those those babies just don't survive. So we have Mountain West Mother's Milk Bank. So that's now available for moms in our region for donor human milk. So these babies do survive. We have the WIC program, which has lactation consultants and training education free, right? I and mean, that's not just for those on WIC. We have a program for a birthing hospital, Stepping Up for Utah Babies. And that's a great program that has trained staff to do one step at a time of 10 steps that are evidence-based that have been proven to help moms successfully meet their goals and have longer durations of breastfeeding. So starting on the right foot, getting in the right place, it makes a huge difference. So those are a few of the services that we have through our department of health and through our state.
0: And there's also even, and this is one thing that probably a lot of people don't think about when it comes to the benefits of breastfeeding, but there's an environmental benefit.
1: Oh gosh. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. I mean, look, if you get down to the waste that we have and the cost of production, it's a milk product and that's a high carbon footprint and then transportation, packaging, you know, and I think for me, I just go back to most moms want to breastfeed. And I think that's the real issue. Let's go back to let's not be driven by artificial culture that was created by money, consumerism. There's again, time and place for formula, But we need to keep that in check so we don't have sick babies, we don't have obesity, we don't have chronic diseases, moms don't have the osteoporosis, they don't have the breast cancer, the ovarian cancer, there's cancers for babies, I mean, the list goes on and on and on, higher IQ, baby doesn't get breast milk, they have a lower IQ, they don't get the benefit of those properties in the breast milk during their brain development, which is the first at least 18 months of their life, it's crucial. How do you know you have enough breast milk? I mean, that's the number one concern moms have, understandably, right? But if they know they have good weight gain and they have good wet diaper and messy diaper output, and they're nursing around the clock those first couple of weeks, and they're checking where their weight goes down and then comes back up again, those are good indicators that they're doing really well. And that's where mom needs to feel really empowered and confident that what she's doing is good. And those tools are available for moms. And that's why I feel like I want moms to be supported.
0: Right. These things are critically important. So let me ask you, here I am. That part of my life has passed away. I don't have a breastfeeding situation in my home. I'm a guy. I'm just doing my thing. Sure, I know that breastfeeding is important, but what can I actually do?
1: Oh gosh, there's so many things you can do. It's just like when they say, you know, mom's breastfeeding, what's dad to do? Well, feeding a bottle is not helpful with breastfeeding in most cases. So there's lots of things dads can do right now for you, Dave. Yeah. So you can talk to your guy friends. You can talk to your, you know, in your circle, in your community, your church, your work, and just promote it when it's appropriate or bring it up when you know that someone's having a child that's getting married and they're going to start a family. Start the conversation. Start the conversation in non-traditional worlds. Your children, all three of your daughters, it's probably ingrained in them. They've probably seen baby pictures of them breastfeeding. Make sure that you're passing that information and knowledge on and how important it is in your modeling, like any other aspect that's natural and sound and great that you want to teach your family. If you're in the workplace, make sure that if you're on a group or a committee and there's a rescuing mom, that mom is supported. And it's not a weird thing, but I had a coworker who I respect so well. She had two babies and you know, when there was a meeting and she had to go pop, she had made arrangements. She did her job. She was an exceptional. She made that a priority. People shouldn't give them a dirty look that they're leaving a meeting. They should say, way to go, way to go. So that's the kind of thing that we want to have support. If you see a rescuing mom this That's not sure she should be breastfeeding in public. Your wife can say, way to go. I I breastfed my triplets, you know, talk about other ways that other people in your family can also share that. Your girls could be talking about it too. When there's a situation where they're, you know, the health ed classes, it can be something that, oh yeah, I was breastfed. You know, there's so many ways that this can ripple out. If you're a business owner, same thing, set that up so you're supporting the law and that women have a private place to breastfeed and it's in policy
0: amazing how many things we can do to promote and support and encourage women who are in that position and the huge impact that we can make even yes. if we're not in that part of life
1: right right grandparents are great and if you and if you didn't breastfeed that it's like we know more now so that's another way grandparents can support you just because you didn't do it doesn't mean it can't be something that someone else can do, or if they choose to do it, you can support them. So it's always like we're learning and growing. And we have to change this pattern of what we did and peaked out in the 70s because, you know, we're seeing it now. We're seeing the ramifications of chronic disease, diabetes, obesity, and breastfeeding reduces those incidences.
0: Right. we often talk about different issues in culture and society about it's for the children, it's for their future. And this is absolutely one of those things.
1: And with COVID, right? I mean, let's settle down. Let's do these normal, natural things, protect our babies. And I think when we take action, we have less stress. We feel more together and put together and and capable. Right.
0: Well, Judy, this has been a great conversation. I think it's something that's hugely important. And I really appreciate you jumping on and chatting about it with me for a few minutes.
1: I love it. Thanks, Dave. I enjoy it. Good luck to all the women and families out there. (laughs)
0: All right. Thanks again, Judy. And thank you for joining us for this episode of the Epic Podcast. We'll see you next time.